What's up, good people? It's your boy, Mr. Shot. We are back at it again with another one. This time it's sports news. A day late, just trying to get all the material down. Because we had a lot of a lot of notable things that's either coming up or what had happened in the past couple of days. So, we're going to start it off with boxing. Only because it's like they're, they're upcoming. They're not happening yet. You got a couple... Fights that people are looking forward to the the Lopez versus Lumachenko. I'm hope I'm saying his name right, not trying to butcher it, because you know how sensitive some people is. But that happens basically the upcoming up at October 15th. We're gonna see, I guess, see them duke it out, because you know everybody has like bad blood between these two, so they're gonna finally settle it in the ring. Then we got. The following up in late November, the fight everybody's been waiting to see for a while. Um, it's Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> so we go get to see one of the hardest hitting like heavyweights versus another heavyweight who has transitioned from upwards of the heavyweight division from three other divisions has actually won, you know, the gold in his division. So we get to see these two duke it out because, you know, like I, they never got to cross paths with each other. So this is going to be the first time they bite. And I know some people saying, well, you know, Mike Tyson is old. You know, Roy Jones is going to have the, the athleticism still on his side. But <laughs> I guess the clip of him almost knocking out his uh his trainer made people kind of like, oh, I don't know. But... You know, Roy Jones is still still confident in himself, which he should be, that he could still take Mike Tyson. You know, he can he can go the distance with him if he wants to. So it's not like not he's scared to fight nobody. You know, I mean, forty-seven knockouts in four different divisions and winning gold in all those divisions. Shoot, I'd be confident in myself too. So we're gonna have to wait and see. Now another notable fight, which currently has been postponed until later it was supposed to happen in I think mid to like early December the Tyson like Tyson Fury versus uh Deontay Wilder the third fight of them got postponed so it's gonna probably happen if it does happen it'll probably happen later this year but I'm probably looking to like next year 2021 is when I, I believe that's going to happen then also going into 2021, the first month of January, we're going to see Conor McGregor step back in the boxing ring against Manny Pacquiao. You know, I guess Conor McGregor says he's confident in himself that he's going to win against Manny Pacquiao. We all know the striking ability of both Conor and Pacquiao. So we're going to have to really see on this one. People are going to say, well, he's going to dust Pacquiao because Pacquiao's old, just like I said earlier. Y'all saw the clip of of Mike Tyson. And like I said, Mike Tyson may be a little bit older. But that doesn't mean the the skill is not all the way gone. Get some training underneath your belt. Anybody can make a comeback. It's happened before. I mean, you've seen it plenty of times with the with different athletes of different sports. You've seen Jordan. 
Magic Johnson, Larry Bird played well past their prime, you know, LeBron should basically be another player that stopped, but he's still going. So, like I say, age has nothing to do with it as long as you still can still do it at, like, you were still at your peak. So, that's all that matters. So, we're really going to have to see how it will turn out. But that's going to happen sometime in January. And we'll have to wait and see how that match turns out. But from what I've heard is that Pacquiao said he's going to, all his winnings, or I think a portion of his winnings are going to go into charity. So, that's, that's a very good thing on his part. But, you know, most people like Manny Pacquiao because of his uh, his generosity. But we're going to switch it up to the UFC. And UFC had like three matches these past couple of days. I think one was in the fly division. Don't remember the guy's names off the top of my head. But that one ended in a submission decision. So, you know, just... Gotta be careful of certain people, man, because you may think they're going for a knockout punch, but they're going for a different one. <laughs> and it'll either it'll make you submit, tap out. That's how it goes. The next two fight ended in TKOs. Like, I think the, the light heavyweight one ended up in a TKO going the one guy's way. Props to him on TKO. And then the one everybody talks about. Israel versus Costa. The middleweight division. I never really knew much about this fight like that, so be mindful of that. But apparently, there was a lot of trash talking going from Costa, like, oh, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to destroy you. I got to watch the highlights of, like, and it didn't really look like Costa was backing up everything he was saying. But boy, Israel was kicking the mess out of his legs. I'm talking about, you You think I'm kidding? They were literally bruises on both of his legs from the precision kicks that he was being thrown at his, at his knees and like leaving calves. And even like, I guess, I don't know if people caught it, but in the middle of the fight when like Israel stopped, he literally pointed at him and said, Romero, if you don't know who that is, Yoel Romero was the guy he fought previously who also made these claims that he was going to defeat him and was also lost. He also lost as well. Now, the fight ended up in, like I said earlier, TKO. But it come to controversy. In the midst of being hit and taken to the ground and then, you know, suffering a Ground and pound, then turning to his, turning basically like <laughs> to protect his head. He showed his opponent his back and was getting hit. The uh, ref called a stoppage to the match. And it appears that uh, dry humps the back of Costa. Now, Costa didn't see this during the match because, of, well, I mean, you're being humped from behind. You're not really going to see that. So, but he actually watched the replay of the match and, you know, he felt embarrassed that he, he kind of got dry humped. He said he wants his rematch so he can get his revenge and be destroyed. But I'm like, you lost, you know, like this happens to anybody. Like 
in basketball, everybody doesn't want to be posterized. Like, if you don't know what posterizing means, it's basically when you underneath the goal and you try to block somebody and you get dunked on. Kind of, if you want to know, like, some notable ones, look at Michael Jordan dunking on people. Like, it didn't matter who it was, he was going to dunk on people. Kind of like I Scottie Pippen dunked on uh, Patrick Ewing back in the day. Posterizing had Patrick Ewing mad as hell. <laughs> But it's kind of like one of the things, like, the sad thing is, he ended up getting posterized, and now, so now he's very upset about that. So, he's probably going to, he really wants to get back in there, but it's like, you know, you got to go back down the totem pole and work your way back up until you can get your rematch. It's not like he won, so he's going to have to wait his turn for, like, the next person to win. Well, the next person either win or lose and get his chance at a, at a later date. But you know, like, just what I've always was told, be very humble about what you, like, before a fight, because you never know. It could go either way. Like, <laughs> look at Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner was talking a lot of noise to a lot of these people and got knocked out. Like, you can idolize people all you want to. Like, you can idolize, the, like, Muhammad Ali. Idolize that you trying to be Mike Tyson. You trying to be Floyd Mayweather. And, so the, and several other notable boxers. Rocky Marciano and stuff like that. But you ain't them. You are you. Always be mindful of that. So when you go out there talking noise and somebody in a boxing ring lays you out cold in the middle of the ring... And you wake up wondering what the heck, where the heck is you at? Just remember, they people gonna replay that, replay your interview, all your your messages, and show. Did you say this? But you, it was the other way around. Got knocked out. That's what happens. But you know now, so just be mindful of that. So we gonna make our transition to. To the NBA because that's a little bit short. So it basically goes like this: Lakers close out the West. Basically, four-one from the starter players to now to the finals. We're about to see what they do against the Miami Heat. Like literally, they've closed out. I forgot their first opponent, but they closed out the Rockets. They just closed out the Denver Nuggets. You can, and it's basically like, everybody can get, oh, now I remember, their first opponent was the Blazers, the Portland Blazers. They closed everybody out 4-1. The Rockets and the Blazers won their first game, but lost the next four. They, the Nuggets won game three, but lost the next two. It doesn't matter about talking noise until you've basically beaten them. Now, for the Denver Nuggets, they fought hard, but I'm not going to lie. Stamina and endurance was not on their side. The difference is, is why the Lakers closed out two games earlier. The Nuggets fought against the Utah Jazz seven games. They fought against the Clippers seven games. What you think is going to happen in the, in the next series if the team can, can look, knows how to close out people? 
your stamina and endurance is really going to show because you play seven games all the way. And it's going to be really, really hard. And, you know, it just wasn't on their side. And they have to learn that if you if you want to, like, make it to, like, th- that last level, you got to, like, try to close out as quickly as and as possible. Whew, man. But going to the East, the... The Heat is another good example. They close out their Eastern Division. The only time they really had like a little bit of slack where the people actually was fighting was against the Boston Celtics, who they just closed out, you know, recently, these past couple of days. The Celtics are probably the only team, I think, that actually got two wins out of it. But it's, they fought, but it just wasn't, luck just wasn't on their side. He happened to start off strong and close it out. And so there's nothing you could do. Like they beaten, they put the Bucks out. I forget who they who they played in their first round. But I know they, they swept them. So it was like they didn't even need to be there. So we about to see what happens today at 9.30 Eastern time. I don't know where it is for everybody else if you like wherever you're at. So 9.30 Eastern time, that's when the first game starts. We're going to see who gets to finish it out for out of the Lakers and the Heat. So the Heat win, Jimmy Butler and several other people get to win one of their first rings. But on the contrary to the other side, Anthony Davis will win his first ring I think Rondo got one, and there's several other players on the team. But if the Lakers win, this puts a big shut-up to everything everybody was saying previously to LeBron. Everybody said LeBron competed in the, the Eastern Conference and was basically just just like, you know, going through people all the time. Like, Nobody was able to put up a fight. Every, everybody was light work and all this other stuff. Like, it was easy. They say, well, well, come to the West. Come to the West. Came to the West. Now, he didn't make it because, you know, he was injured. And several other things played a part in that. But that's when the West was still heavy. And so they ended up losing, going down that year, coming back strong the very next year. And now they're in the finals again. And we're about to see can LeBron close it out and win it and clinch, I think, his fourth his fourth title NBA like championship. We just we just gonna have to wait and see and for tonight and the next few games, because like I said, anybody can win the first game by like 30, 50 points. The only thing that really matters is how do you close out the games? Do you beat them by 30, 40 points, four games in a row? Or are you going to beat them one time, 30 minute, 30 points, uh, 50 points, and then you lose the next four? They don't freaking matter. That's not how it works in the NBA. NBA, you play a series of games, not just, not like in the NFL where you just play one. 
But that's it for that. So we, now we're going to transfer to the NCAA. Some notable games from the weekend. Oklahoma losing to Kansas State again. I don't know what it is about some of these colleges with the name State at the end of their name, but they know how to sneak up on a lot of these other schools. Primarily, what I always be talking about is the Michigan versus Michigan State game, where I always tell people that game can go either way. Because Michigan State was a was a really big sleeper. They was they was taking people like playoff chances away. I think I did think they took away Michigan's one time. I think they took away Ohio State's another with a game-winning field goal. I think that's when the playoffs was first starting out. Like they they knew how to do it. So unfortunately for Oklahoma, they lost against Kansas State and LSU. Like I told people, LSU was going to do okay until they ran into a team that knew how to play. Because you got to understand. LSU against Mississippi, I think it was Mississippi. Um, give me one second. Let me let me double check my notes. Yeah, after double checking it, it was Mississippi State that beat LSU. Uh, Mississippi played another team, and I believe they lost against them. But it was a lot of back and forth games happening for NCAA. A notable one was Texas versus Texas Tech. I don't know what the heck happened in this game. I believe this is the game where Texas Tech was beating the mess out of Texas, and Texas came back and won. Like I previously just stated, in boxing, UFC, and the NBA, NBA portion, it don't matter how badly you beat somebody unless you close out the game. And yes, there's another one, a few more we're going to talk about. Where teams didn't close, and that has to do with the NFL portion. Like, but it's this is starting to get really sad and redundant. Where teams get really confident and happy because they put up a large amount of points, thinking teams won't come back. Then as soon as they start really making a comeback, now now you now you getting scared and are losing momentum, and then you end up losing. So, you know, Texas, <laughs> that won't be able to happen every single time, but. You got to um, make sure you, you close up the games and don't put yourself at a big disadvantage to uh, so that, that uh, you know, you have to worry about playing the comeback game every time. And we're going to switch it to NFL just to end it off. A lot of notable games that happen. The L.A. Rams versus the Bills, where the Bills were beating the mess out of the Rams. Like, I'm talking about with, with the bat, with the nails, and just beating them with it. Until the Rams said, I've had enough, and made a comeback. And uh, the fourth quarter actually was able to almost edge out the Bills, but the Bills had that. They said, well, we're going to make a home comeback, and... End up closing out the game with the win. One of the few times where teams got very, very close to losing after putting up so many points to let the team come back. That's one of them. Another one was the Titans versus the Vikings. 
where it was going back and forth, back and forth. They, somebody was took the lead, then the next one would take the lead. But the Tennessee Titans ended up clinching that game by one point. Another one was the, the, the Detroit Lions versus the Cardinals, where it was going back and forth until like the last minute to game-winning field goal by, uh, by Prater. That's what I said, fight to the end. Because you might be able to win. <laughs> and so that worked out in a favor. And they ended up winning that game. And, you know, Steelers versus the Texans. Going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until, like, the, uh, the Steelers was able to, to close it out and actually hold on to the lead. And ended up actually winning against the Texans. So, that's another one. But... I saved the best for last. The Atlanta Falcons <laughs> have pulled off a miracle once again. Two in a row. That's how many times they've blown a lead and have lost. They played the Chicago Bears who were two up. They were two down looking for their first win. Looked like they had it in the bag. Mr. Trubisky threw another interception. Coach said, go sit on the bench. Put in the, <laughs> the Philly savior, <laughs> Nick Foles. Nick Foles gets out there and throws the interception. They're hyped. They think that they got it in the bag. Until the Bears were slowly making a comeback. Until the comeback actually ended up them taking the lead. Now... The Falcons still had time. They still had enough time on the clock to where they could close out the game. Matt Ryan throws the most abysmal throw and throws it right at the defender. Interception, game over. I'm like, how? How do you do this? How do you do this? You didn't do this just once. You did this twice. You let the Cowboys come back and win. Even though they tried to do that again this weekend, but they lost against the, C the Seahawks. So we ain't going to talk about that one because they <laughs> went the same way like the L.A. Rams. Took the lead, but ended up losing in the end. But you lost the same way twice. You put up so many points, and you ended up losing. You did the same thing in the Super Bowl. You ended up losing the Super Bowl. I ain't trying to be funny when I say this, but if something don't change for the Atlanta Falcons and they don't start winning games and they keep losing the same way like this, like they keep getting the lead and then blowing it, I'm not going to lie to you. That head coach ain't going to have his job. But at the end of the, end of the year, because how they going to see it is, man, you make making us look terrible. So, they're they really going to be sitting here looking at the, the coaching position. Not probably, not probably just, just him. They're going to look at the offensive coach and the defensive coach as well. Because it's like, man, somebody not doing their job correctly. Because this has happened twice in a two-week period. And something need to change. So, 
that being said, we're going to go and just take a glance at what's going to be coming up. We got another AFC game that's about to happen. Forget who it was, but I, I know. Wait, let me just look at my notes real quick again. Ah, the Broncos playing against the Jets. Another two teams at, at the bottom of the totem pole with, with no wins, all losses. The Broncos, you know, I just feel bad for the Broncos. They on their third, I think they third quarterback right now. I guess they said Jeff Driscoll ain't cutting it, so they put in another quarterback. He's making his first career start. And we're going to see about Sam Darnold. I'm not trying to be funny, but if Sam Darnold don't pull something together, he, he's they're going to have to bench him too and put somebody else out there. I'm not. I'm just not trying to be funny because Sam Darnold's not cutting it. It's like they they did all this and that's all. he just been doing nothing, but not really been able to get the offense moving. And they they they're really gonna have to to do something. Same thing for the Bengals. You know I know it's not Joe Burrow's fault, but I know he's really really hoping for a win because you got two losses and you basically came out with a tie. But if we all know, if anything, if that was one of the better teams that's like 2-1 and one or 3-0 and oh right now, he wouldn't have that tie. That'd be another big old 0-3 on the board. So, you know, like this is, this is really proven that, you know, anybody can look good in college if you put them on the right team. But as soon as they get out there in the actual um, NFL and stuff, You'll notice that they're they're not as good as you think they are. So right now he's probably trying to like he's probably having to like a a serious like look at everything like like I don't like this because he's coming off a a great winning season where they went you know undefeated won the national title and then you got drafted at number one just to say that oh two one two losses and one. That ain't sitting right with him. So I know he he gonna be wanting to come. He coming for blood this game. He he gonna be looking to get this get this victory. And several other notable teams. I know the Texans, the Vikings, the Giants, the Falcons are all looking for someone to to beat up on. They looking to get someone to get beat up on. I'm not gonna lie. Somebody about to get beaten bad by one of these teams that's undefeated. Or somebody's going to get real be- beaten really badly by one of these teams that haven't won a game yet because somebody coming out looking for blood. And I don't know which team it's going to be, but somebody coming. Somebody coming. Somebody going to suffer a really, like, abysmal loss because because <laughs> they, they're really going to be trying to... Uh, to see, see like what happened. But also before I end it, I'm gonna talk about the Texans too because right now, <laughs> the Texans are feeling it. Now that they don't have DeAndre Hopkins on the other side, because you know, they traded him to the Arizona Cardinals, and now you're really seeing it that that they're really suffering right now without having him there. So I don't know if, if this season looks very poorly 
Then like their last season when they basically went to the playoffs and they ended up blowing it in the in the second round, I believe. And you, right now you're zero and three, and you it kind of goes down like this. I don't see Bill O'Brien having his job still as well because because how they're gonna see it is is that basically he has not done done well for the Texans like this this season so far. So he he really needs a win as well. A lot of the other teams like they already understood what what the freak going on. Like the Giants already know. You know, they're going to be the person that gets beat up on. The Jets already know they just need Sam Darnold to get it together. The Broncos, you know, the Broncos, they just hoping for the best. They ain't got a quarterback. They last, like, few quarterbacks have been just gotten, took a nasty shot and just got put on their back. So, really going to just have to wait and see and see what happens with uh, this week. With sports, we're gonna see what happens in the end, the NFL, this coming week, weekend. We're gonna see what's gonna happen with the college football. We're gonna see what happens for these next few games in the finals for the NBA. But until then, we'll go ahead and end this video. So talk to y'all later.